Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Tuesday, the 5th of December. Good to have you aboard. Part of the Believe Podcast Network. Presented, as always, by our title sponsor, Everything Zaslow Show 2.0. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. 800-747-FREE. 800-747-3733. And, of course, with all the sports that we love, in full swing right now. The holiday season is here. What better time than now to go to Bet Online, your number one destination for all your sports wagering info? Up to the minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, predictions. Bet Online is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports, and not just the big four. Bet Online has info available at your fingertips of both desktop and mobile access at any time. For almost any sport that's played, from MMA to international soccer, head to the bet online today. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. So, week 13 of the NFL is in the books last night. How about the last two nights? Sunday night football and Monday night football. Other teams doing the... Dolphins, a major solid Sunday night football. You had Packers beat the Chiefs. That's a huge solid for the Dolphins. Last night, Bengals beat the Jaguars 34-31 in overtime. So how about that? Not just both those teams doing the Dolphins a solid, but I don't think many people had the Packers beating the Chiefs and then also the Bengals beating the Jaguars. Now, and that game last night, You would have thought that game was going to be a dud. Great game. Great game. Jaguars win 30, excuse me, Bengals win 34-31 in overtime. Jake Browning, not terrible. And Trevor Lawrence getting hurt, obviously the big story. So as, as a Dolphin fan, you like that Jacksonville lost last night. But if Trevor Lawrence is going to miss any amount of time, 
you don't have to worry about them as far as competing with the Dolphins for one of those top spots in the AFC. Like, they they are going to have a major problem. And matter of fact, the Jaguars, if they're going to lose Trevor Lawrence for any amount of time, and right now, they're calling it an ankle sprain. I'm sure there'll be more tests today. But if he's going to miss any amount of time, look, Jacksonville is only a game up on Indianapolis in the division. Jacksonville can, <coughs> excuse me, not only drop out of the top four in the division lead, they could miss the playoffs entirely because behind Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Indianapolis, who are 5-6-7 at 7-5, and five, you got teams like Denver, uh, who is 6-6, six and six, right? And Houston is 7-5 and five on the outside looking in. So all of a sudden, the Jaguars, who were sitting at first place for a moment, are in jeopardy of missing the playoffs entirely. And it sucks, you know. Such a bad scene last... It was a, it was a really good game. And forget what the score was, but at the time, it was, it was early fourth quarter. And Trevor Lawrence, he goes down, he got his foot stepped on, and then rolled on. And Trevor Lawrence, you can see, he's not happy. But okay, he immediately, his hands, for them to pick him up, okay, everything's fine. And then when he takes a step... And he immediately falls back to the ground on his knees. Oh, man. And, and you know, he, he ended up pounding his fist on the grass, throwing his helmet. But before that, like, when he got up, took two steps, fell back to the ground, the entire crowd there in Jacksonville, just an audible gasp. Uh, it was, like, now it was an ominous scene in that moment. So, we'll get more word about Trevor Lawrence. I hope he's okay, but they're in big trouble now. And C.J. Beathard actually did an excellent job, but they're in big trouble now. They could miss the playoffs entirely if they're losing Trevor Lawrence. But, big picture-wise, for your favorite little football team, Miami Dolphins, last night, last Sunday night and Monday night, were very big nights for the Dolphins. First place, they're going to spend at least this whole week in first place, matter of fact, and now the Dolphins control for the first time now this year. The Dolphins, with five weeks remaining in the season, no more bye weeks. All right, I don't think there's any more bye weeks. The Dolphins now could actually there may be one more bye week, but anyway, five weeks remaining. The Dolphins control their own fate. We are in December, and your favorite little football team, the Miami Dolphins. First place and control their own fate. We are in December, and if the Dolphins win, win out, the Super Bowl goes through Miami. What? Yes, that's exactly where we are right now. If the Dolphins win out, the and look, it's not like we're in week eight or week nine. We're going into week fourteen. The Dolphins control their own fate. And the Super Bowl would go through Miami. The last time the Dolphins were in the AFC Championship game, 1992, the Super Bowl went through Miami. They, now, they finished number two that year, but whoever was the number one seed lost to Buffalo in the divisional round. Back then, two teams used to get a bye. So the Dolphins got the bye. They beat San Diego in the divisional round. I went to that. I was there for that. Dolphins won 31-0. Keith Jackson in the rain. What a game. And then the Dolphins lost 21-10 to Buffalo. But Buffalo beat the number one seed in the divisional round because Buffalo was a wildcard team. And the Dolphins got the home game. 
in the AFC Championship. So it didn't work out for them, but that's how long it's been. 1992, and they weren't even the first place team. They were second place, but it's been 31 years since the Dolphins got to the AFC Championship game, hosted the AFC Championship game, and right now, if the Dolphins win out, the Super Bowl goes through Miami. A place, by the way, that the Dolphins... Dolphins are at home for their final five games this season. And, by the way, the Dolphins have won 17 of their last 19 games at Hard Rock Stadium. So think about that for a second. They've won 17 of their last 19 at Hard Rock Stadium. Four of their last five are at Hard Rock Stadium. They control their own fate if they win out the Super Bowl. The AFC Championship goes through Miami. That's where we're at right now. So the last couple days were very, very exciting, very, very big for the Miami Dolphins. And, and so, we, we can take a look at the standings here. AFC Miami, number one, nine and three. Baltimore, also nine and three. Dolphins, for the moment, have the better conference record. And But look, that situation's going to settle itself. We'll get to that in a second. Kansas City and Jacksonville, both eight and four. Then the wildcard teams will start on the road in the first round. Remember, number one gets a bye. Five, six, and seven, all at seven and five, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Indianapolis. Now, those can all totally change. Number one, it could change because Indianapolis can jump up to four based on what happens with Jacksonville. Pittsburgh and Cleveland, I could see both of them still missing the playoffs. Denver and Houston are right there knocking on the door. So that's what the playoff picture looks like. And I may as well do the NFC as well. Philadelphia is one. At 10 and 2, San Francisco 9 and 3, they're 2. Detroit 9 and 3, they're 3. Number 4 is whoever's going to win the NFC South. Right now it's Atlanta at 6 and 6. Dallas is number 5 at 9 and 3. And number 6 and 7 at 6 and 6 are Minnesota and Green Bay. And of course, Atlanta, it it could be New Orleans or Tampa. New Orleans is 5 and 7, and Tampa's 5 and 7. Both of those teams can jump up to number four, and they would have the opportunity right now to get smoked at home by the Dallas Cowboys in the first round. Although, next weekend's huge game, Cowboys hosting the Eagles. And at that point, the Cowboys can jump up to a first-place tie in the NFC East. And matter of fact, because the season series will be 1-1 with Philadelphia, I think in the moment, Dallas would have a better divisional record, which would serve as the current tiebreak. Let's take a look at that. Let's let's just take a look here. Right now in the NFC East, Philadelphia is 3-0 in the division. Dallas is 3-1. So if Dallas wins that game, Dallas would go to 4-1, Philadelphia 3-1. Dallas would jump up to first place in the NFC East. So Philadelphia, who right now is still number one, Philadelphia can actually drop down to four. Next week, they lost to San Francisco this weekend, and if they wind up losing at Dallas, they can now, they've spent the entire season really at, well, not really, I think early on San Francisco, but they've spent the entire season first place pretty much in the NFC. They could drop conceivably to number five if they lose next weekend. That's wild. And then you have Dallas and San Francisco, uh, and, and, and I guess Detroit as well who could all be 10-3 and and 1-2-3 in the NFC. So, right now, both playoff races are are wild. You got a lot that could happen. Of course, you got a lot that could happen these next five weeks. But let's take a look at this. 
And by the way, it's Tuesday. So you know what we do every Tuesday. We got to start looking ahead to week 14. And that means Zaslow Show 2.0 power rankings are coming out. Hey, uh, no spoilers. There's some movement. Also, it's Tuesday, which means Twitter Jam. That's right. So we got Twitter Jam coming up. And uh, no spoilers either, but it's a good chance it's on the Miami Dolphins. That's what Twitter Jam has been on most recently. All right. So those are the standings. As far as the Dolphins go, here's what we're looking at. All right. The Dolphins control their own fate. Yes. But we still have five weeks left. I already gave you the scenario with Buffalo. If Buffalo, Buffalo has, Buffalo's at Kansas City this week. And they also have Dallas. If Buffalo loses one of those two games, which I think they will. And the Dolphins win both of their next two games. Tennessee at home, New York Jets at home. Then going into week 16, the Dolphins will have already clinched the AFC East. The Dolphins are clo- Dolphins will be the first team in the NFL this year to clinch a division. It could happen within the next two weeks. But so, let's take a look at the bigger picture here. And the bigger picture is they're tied with Baltimore first place in the AFC. And while the Dolphins certainly control their own fate the rest of the way, part of controlling their fate is winning in Week 17 at Baltimore. So let's take a look at what that looks like here leading up to that game. All right, so the next three games. For Miami, it's Tennessee, New York Jets, Dallas. And the fact of the matter is, I think you're asking a lot of the Dolphins to win these all five of these final games, which then you'd finish the season on like an eight-game win streak or something like that. I think it's a lot to ask of them. But if you're going to lose one of these games, the fact of the matter is, the Dallas game is the one you want to lose. Because you get the conference loss. Uh, the out-of-conference loss. It wouldn't, it wouldn't really hurt you. You have to win that game at Baltimore in Week 17. If the Dolphins are, and, and it would be annoying to A, lose the Cowboys, and B, lose the Cowboys at home. It would be annoying. But if they're going to lose one of these final five games, the Dallas game is the one you would want to lose. But anyway, and, and the reality is, they're probably, I, I, I find it hard to believe they're going to be able to pull this off, but they probably got to win all five of these remaining games to get that number one spot. And that's tough because then not only are you talking about, what, like eight wins in a row to finish the season, right? But then to win the Super Bowl, in total, you'd have to win 11 consecutive games. That's, that's, a, lot of, that's a lot of wins in a row. All right, but that, that's probably what it's going to take. So the next three weeks until they match up with the Ravens, Dolphins have Tennessee, New York Jets, Dallas, all right? <laughs> at least two and one. You'd like to be 3-0, but at least two and one. Because if you're at least 2-1, and one, that puts you in a position to overtake Baltimore with a win in that Week 17. Because Baltimore this week has the LA Rams at Jacksonville, which doesn't look as tough now if Trevor Lawrence is going to miss time, and at San Francisco. I think everybody, look, Baltimore could certainly win that game, but at San Francisco, that looks tough. Either way, I, the Dolphins could lose one of those games, but let's just say they win all three. Baltimore certainly could lose one of those games at San Francisco, but they could also win all three. So the fact of the matter is, there's a good ch- there's a great chance that the Dolphins and Ravens are going to go into Week 17 either tied or within a game of each other. And if that's the case, if they're within a game of each other, then that Week 17 game 
is very likely going to come down to number one in the AFC. And also, based on what happens with Kansas City, and because the Dolphins don't have the tiebreaker with Kansas City, the Dolphins right now are probably looking at either, based on what happens in that game at, at Baltimore, the Dolphins most likely are going to finish either first in the AFC or third in the AFC because they'll lose that tie break to Kansas City. Like, second in the AFC doesn't look as feasible right now. First or third is probably what you're looking at if you're the Dolphins. And of course, we're the Dolphins. As far as your seeding in the playoffs. So, they're either going to have the same record with Baltimore going there. I don't see them being separated by two games. Or they'll be within a game of each other, and then it's still going to be likely for the top spot in the AFC. And if we want to add in Kansas City here, here's Kansas City's remainder. And remember, Dolphins do not own the tiebreak. Buffalo at New England. And, and by the way, this weekend, Kansas City gets Buffalo. Dolphins are a winner either way. If Kansas City... Like, I think you probably root for Buffalo in that game. Because then you go up two games on Kansas City. And that scenario I just gave you where you're probably looking at either first or third in the AFC. Second place, if you lose that game at Baltimore, second place opens up for the Dolphins because you'd be two up on Kansas City if they lose this weekend against Buffalo. So I think you probably root for Buffalo because... You're going to be able to take care of business against Buffalo yourself that final week of the season. And most likely by then, you could have, you're going to have the AFC East wrapped up anyway because they're three games up on Buffalo right now. So we're rooting for Buffalo this weekend to win at Kansas City, believe it or not. But either way, the Dolphins are a big winner after that Kansas City-Buffalo game this weekend, week 14. Kansas City has Buffalo at New England, Las Vegas, Cincinnati at the LA Chargers. Kansas City, now I already told you, and I've been saying it all year, I don't believe they're the same team of years past. I, I don't, there's not this aura around the Chiefs. It's why I love the Packers this Sunday night. And yeah, the Packers, they, they controlled that entire game. That was their, there was some you know buffoonery from the officials late in the game, yes, but Packers were ahead the whole game. Kansas City is likely going to finish strong here, which is another reason why I think we are rooting for Buffalo against, at Kansas City this weekend. So Kansas City's strength, is Kansas City's schedule pretty weak after this week. Miami controls their own destiny the rest of the way. And Baltimore maybe comes in against the Dolphins week 17 a game back. But that doesn't matter because they can rectify that since they're playing head-to-head that week 17. So Miami, Baltimore, week 17, it's, it's going to be for first place. As long as the Dolphins don't get tripped up. And that's been the Dolphins' demo the entire season. The Dolphins are playing their best football of the season right now. They haven't been tripped up yet. Now, I mean, oh, Zaslow, they're due? I don't know. If you're a great team, you're not due to lose to some shitburger team, Tennessee, New York Jets. Like, you're not, if you're a great team, you're not due to lose to bad teams. Philadelphia's past week, I thought was due. They've won so many close games. Only one loss. They were due. San Francisco goes in there, takes that ass. They were due to lose to a really good team like that. It doesn't mean you're due to lose to a shitburger team. That's not the case. Dolphins are going to take that ass Monday night against Tennessee. And it's a doubleheader, by the way. Monday night football. <coughs> Which I wish they would do. I wish they would do it like once a month, the Monday night football doubleheader. But there is a doubleheader this week. Dolphins, Titans, 
at 8.15. And same time, also 8.15, Packers at Giants. So that's actually good if you're a Dolphin fan, especially a Dolphin fan, go into the game. I'm going to the game. Told you. Bought tickets for my son, me and my son. Hanukkah gift. Hanukkah starts this week. Eight crazy nights. But it's a good game to go opposite the Dolphins there because we don't care about that game. Packers-Giants, it, it, it does not mean anything for the Dolphin fans. So that's what we got going on there as far as heading into Week 14, which means before we get to our power rankings, you guys know how I was enjoying Monday Night Football last night, right? Six-pack of Johnny Cuba just chilling in my fridge in the Zaslow, family, uh, Zaslow Mansion porch in the backyard. I go there, I open up the little fridge there, I take out a Johnny, I sit in the couch in the Zaslow Mansion family room, I'm sitting there in my underwear, I got a nice cold Johnny Cuba on my hand, you know what I'm talking about. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, fresco Moss, my favorite beer, official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. Shout out my man Juan, Myra, the entire family, I love Johnny Cuba, I love having them on board, Zaslow Show 2.0. OG, an original sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0. Make sure you snap a picture. You're taking a sip of your first sip of a Johnny. You're pouring no foam. All right, come on. That's amateur hour. You send it over to me. I post it on my Instagram. I'm an influencer. Then you guys become famous because you're posted on my stories. I mean, everybody ends up happy. So make sure you always drink responsibly. And of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay tranquilo. All right. You guys know what time it is. Let's get to our Zaslow Show 2.0 Week 14 Power Rankings. Yes, I love a good power ranking. So here's what we got now heading into Week 14. And we count it backwards for dramatic purposes, right? We'll count back 5 to 1. Number 5, Zaslow Show 2.0 Power Rankings. Previously unranked, the Dallas Cowboys jump back in to the Power Rankings. Dallas, number 5 with their, their win last Thursday. Against Seattle, the Cowboys looking like a real threat to Philadelphia. They are. Why are they so low at number five? Well, you got to see the teams that we have in front of them. So right now, Dallas Cowboys, number five. And they got a chance this coming weekend to take over first place in the NFC East and become a real threat for number one overall in the NFC playoffs. Number four, dropping three spots, the Philadelphia Eagles. Look, they didn't just lose to San Francisco. They got their shit kicked in, all right? You're going to drop in the Zaslow Show 2.0 power rankings when you lose like that. They weren't competitive. San Francisco, so much better than them. So Philadelphia dropping three spots, number four in the Zaslow Show 2.0 power rankings after spending like the last two months at number one. Number Very prestigious to be number one in Zaslow Show 2.0 power rankings. Number three... Baltimore Ravens. That's right. Baltimore Ravens. They had a bye this week. The Baltimore Ravens come in at number three. They drop a spot. So no fault of their own. They were off this week. They were idle. They dropped a spot. That happens because sometimes you realize that teams are better than them. And that's why at number two, jumping up two spots, the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins, number two in Zaslow Show 2.0 power rankings. Very prestigious to get to the top of that mountain. The Dolphins are number two right now after kicking the curb stomping the Washington Commanders. Number two and up two spots the Miami Dolphins. 
and number one back in the top spot after having a run early in the season up two spots. They kicked the shit out of the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday afternoon. The San Francisco 49ers. Can't debate it. Everyone in the NFL. Hey, while I'm doing this right now, Stephen A. Smith is giving his top. He's giving his Stephen, Stephen's A-list top five teams. He has the Dolphins at number five. What the fuck does he know? So number five overall, Dallas. Number four, Philadelphia. Number three, Baltimore. Number two, Miami. And number one, the San Francisco 49ers. Best team in the NFL with a bullet right next to their name. You can't even debate it. And that right there is your Week 14 Zaslow Show 2.0 Power Rankings. And if I can give you also, we do biggest winner of the weekend, biggest loser of the week. These are actually pretty easy for me this week. Biggest winner of the week, Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys have not only put themselves in a position to get first place in the NFC East with San Francisco's win at Philadelphia the other day, Dallas has a chance at first in the NFC East this weekend against the Eagles. They have first a chance at first overall in the NFC. And based on how the game goes, Dak Prescott versus Jalen Hurts, they have a chance for Dak Prescott to jump to the top of the MVP race. Right now, the odds are Brock Purdy is number one ahead of Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, if the Cowboys get a huge win this weekend and he outplays Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, I believe will be the favorite in the moment for the NFL MVP. So biggest winner of the week, Dallas Cowboys. Biggest loser of the week, Jacksonville Jaguars. Not only, look, they didn't lose the game because Trevor Lawrence got hurt. It contributed, but they were in a dogfight when Lawrence got hurt early in the fourth quarter anyway. So the Jaguars, they lose a game at home Monday Night Football. They hadn't been on Monday Night Football in 12 years. And they struggled against an under 500, now 6-6, six and six, Cincinnati Bengals team. Huge loss to the Jaguars and losing Trevor Lawrence. They're now in a position where not only are they only up a game on Indianapolis in the division, but they could miss the playoffs entirely based on what's going on, what the diagnosis and timeout is going to look like for Trevor Lawrence. So biggest winner of the week, number five of the Zaslow Show 2.0 Power Rankings, Dallas Cowboys. Biggest loser of the week and dropping out of the Zaslow Show 2.0 Power Rankings also, the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right. I, I love I love updating the Power Rankings. You know I love a good Power Ranking. Now, got some NBA stuff to get to. Last night, the NBA in-season tournament quarterfinals got going last night. And it, look, it was pretty awesome. So we'll get to that in a moment here. The Heat, by the way. Jaime Jaquez Jr., just like I said. And look, he was he was a runaway winner. Like, it really wasn't hard to figure out. Jaime Jaquez Jr. for October, November, because October is a shortened month. Eastern Conference Rookie of the Month. How about that? Excellent job by Jaime Jaquez Jr. He got a stud. They did. There, there was really no one else in the East. Like, at least in the West, you're talking Victor Wembanyama, Chad Holmgren. Holmgren won it for the West. That's a no-brainer. And I, I got a feeling, like, Jaime Hawkins Jr., this isn't going to be the only Eastern Conference Rookie of the Month he wins. I, I think he's going to get several of these. And he just continues to play better. So, uh, December, uh, he could be back-to-back. Excellent job by Jaime Hawkins Jr. Super pumped for him. They're back in action tomorrow. They are at Toronto. Same thing with the Panthers. Panthers are hosting the Dallas Stars. So, both of them, they're off. But look, 
Let's keep it going here with the NFL, with the Dolphins, and then we'll get to some NBA because, yeah, last night, in-season tournament, that was good shit. But it's Tuesday. You know how this goes. Let's get to this week's edition of Twitter Jam. So Twitter Jam this week is once again on the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins, they're national team again. I mean, shit, you saw the crowd there in Washington, D.C. and the week before in New York against the, or in New Jersey against the Jets. Dolphin fans taking over these road stadiums. That's what I'm talking about. And the final road game of the season is at Baltimore. Uh, that, that's going to be tough for the Dolphin fan to take over there in Baltimore. That'll obviously be a great crowd. Hey, that's a good challenge to the Dolphin fan. I'll bet you guys are up to it. Shout out again to the Dolphin fan who's done a tremendous job traveling with this team. All right, today's Twitter Jam is on the Dolphins. Let's get to it. First tweet here. This is from Joe Robbie. Now, is he actually part of the Robbie family? I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not going to dismiss it right away. But anyway... And he says here in his Twitter vibe that he's the founder of Fins Up Family. All right, very good. Good to have you aboard. And Joe Robbie tweets here, and it's it's a picture of the Dolphins logo, and it says, number one team in the AFC. That's true. That's a true statement. And he writes, somehow the media will spin this into being the worst possible scenario for the Miami Dolphins. I don't know. I mean, I understand what you're saying there, but I don't agree. I don't, I don't think that's going to be the case. You're number one overall. It's hard to find things to get upset about. And look. As far as the Dolphins and not beating any of the good teams, Dolphin fans got to eat that one. Like, it, it is the truth. But they're going to be able to rectify that. Week 16, Dallas, then at Baltimore, and then Buffalo, Dolphins are going to have their chance to take care of that business. All right? So, it's not anything to get crazy about. That'll work itself out. This next tweet is from NFL Films. And they tweet out, Love it when a good celebration comes together. Hard Knocks, Miami Dolphins, Tuesdays, 9 p.m., I think tonight's episode three. And here's a clip that they provided from last week's episode where they worked on, where they came up with their roller coaster celebration. Oh, let's do the road. The road, somebody already did it. The roller coaster there. I can't roll it. Anyway, and Rick going to be like the instructor. All right, all right, look, look. All right, sit down, sit down. So, so, all four of us sit down. All right, put, put our seatbelts on. Right and left. Close 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 Oh, yeah, that's it. That's, it. that's the one. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. There you go. I mean, it looked just like the way they worked on it there at practice. All right, next up. This tweet is from Brian Baldinger. All right, you know he's got Baldy's breakdowns. He's been on the Dolphins' tip most of the season, so you'll love this. And he tweets out a video of Andrew Van Ginkle doing his thing and just writes, Miami Dolphins, Andrew Van Ginkle stepped up, played large. And, of course, uh, Van Ginkle, not only does he have a cool name, but he's got a cool look because of the hair and Stepping in and making plays in place of Jalen Phillips, easy to root for him. He's going to be a crowd favorite if he keeps this up. Next up, this tweet is from Ryan Smith. He covers the Dolphins, actually, for Pro Football Focus. And he writes here, Dolphins linebacker Duke Riley 
stepped up big time in Week 13. Of course, he stepped in there for Jerome Baker. Career high, 91.1 overall grade, five defensive stops, forced fumble, all in just 31 snaps. Excellent job there. Duke Riley, another guy who's going to be easy to root for. Great name, great hair, filling in for Jerome Baker. That's the running theme there with the linebackers. All right, this tweet is from Dolphins Weekly Jason Sarney. And Jason Sarney, he writes for Dolphins Wire at USA Today. All right, Jason Sarney, I see you. And he tweets here, I saw someone on Twitter use the term sleeping giant when talking about the collective Miami Dolphins fan base. The snooze is over. Wake up. It's here. Our time. All right. I got to disagree with that. This next tweet is from Joe Shad. He covers the Dolphins for the Palm Beach Post. And he tweets, no AFC team has a better chance than number one seed Miami Dolphins to make the Super Bowl. And here it's a graphic from ESPN where it gives the percentages in the AFC playoff picture. And the Dolphins right now, first place, have a 99% chance to make the playoffs, a 96% chance to clinch the division, a 30% chance to clinch the bye, that means first place, and a 30% chance to make the Super Bowl. I mean, when's the last time this late in the season, December, the Miami Dolphins would have had a... Now, look, it's just numbers, just percentage, but a 30% chance to make the Super Bowl, and that's tied for the AFC lead with Baltimore at a 30% chance to make the Super Bowl. I mean, how you love that? Next up, this is from Al Butler. Al Butler is a senior sports writer for... UPI that apparently is the United Press International. I don't know what that is, but all right. And he tweets out here, the Miami Dolphins, who own the number one offense in the NFL, number one pass and number two run, and the number six defense, number nine versus the pass, number eight versus the run, are the number one seed in the AFC. The Philadelphia Eagles, who own the number nine offense and number 22 defense, lead the NFC. How about that? And you look at these rank, you look at the numbers here. Dolphins, co- uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's got it right here. Conference uh, PF, PA rank, what, a points against rank? I don't know what the hell. I'm not going to try and figure that out. Whatever. What the fuck? Let me just take what he said and run with it. it. It sounded really good. This next tweet is from, ah, this is from Hard Rock Bet. How about this? And uh, Hard Rock Bet, of course, that's, you know, Better entertainment. I mean, Hard Rock Betting, come on. At Hard Rock Bet, that's the app. It's live here. And they tweet out, I don't think Tua's going to work. Arm, eh. Size, eh. Mobility, eh. Where's the it? And that's a quote from Tua's Dolphin, from Colin Coward, talking about Tua's first place Dolphins right now. This clip is from, I guess, right before the season or early in the season. So it's a good job here by Hard Rock Bet digging this up. I don't think Tua's going to work. Arm, eh. Size, eh. Mobility, eh. Where's the it? You can't tell me accuracy is your only it. That's the foundation for the house. You got to have that. You can't even get approved to have a house unless your foundation's right. You got to be able to throw the ball to open people. Those are layups. This next tweet here is from Huge Dolphin fan Big E, Ian963, and he tweets out, We give Chris Sims and Mike Florio a lot of grief for some of their bad takes, but holy cow did they get this one right. Video was taken prior to the start of the season, and here's Chris Sims. My number one team will be the Miami Dolphins. I'm going to pick them number one. 
I just, you know, I, I believe in Mike McDaniel, what he's doing there. And really, again, their roster, their team, everything they got there is, is top-notch. The only thing we questioned at all is the offensive line. We questioned it last year. McDaniel's smart. He knows how to hide it for the most part. He gives you a lot of other things you got to slow down the pass rush for, you know, with the reverses and speed sweeps and everything he does that way. So I'm going to go with them one. And finally, we got one more here. This from Matt Canada. He is a founder and CEO of Pro Football Network. And he tweets out here, in retrospect, the debate that Miami should have picked Justin Herbert over Tua Tonga-Valoa looks a bit silly. That's right. You know it. And that right there is another edition of Twitter Jam. You guys know I love sheets and giggles. I love sheets and giggles because I love sleeping I like napping, and of course, my man Colin, the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, he's found a way not only for us to get the best sleep of our lives, but at an affordable price and making sure that we're still taking care of the environment. We're talking made from eucalyptus trees, the softest, coolest, most breathable sheets you've ever touched. That's why the Zaslow family gets the best sleep of their life, and if you're listening to Zaslow Show 2.0 right now, I want you to have the same experience. Go to SheetsGiggles.com and use promo code ZASLOW, Z-A-S-L-O-W. You'll get 20% off your first order. And it's the holiday season. I mean, you got all kinds of deals, all kinds of specials all across the website on SheetsGiggles.com. But the very first time you order from SheetsGiggles.com, use promo code ZASLOW. You get 20% off your first order. You know we hit the big time when Sheets and Giggles joined up on the show. You've seen them on the Levitard Show. You see them on the Greg Cody Show podcast featuring Greg Cody. And of course, right here on Zaslow Show 2.0, you're going to become one of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on sheets and giggles and never turning back. The softest, coolest, most breathable sheets. Oh, that's one less thing I got to worry about is where we're getting our bed sheets. I'm getting the best sleep of my life, and I don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Sheetsgiggles.com. Again, sheetsgiggles.com. Use promo code ZASLOW. So, last night, NBA in-season tournament. And I told you guys, going into the in-season tournament, I I wasn't sure what I thought. I didn't think I cared. But when it got closer, I was like, all right, I'm a game-time decision. And then the tournament started. I'm like, all right, I'm into it. I I like it. Why why not? And then by the time we got to the third game and the fourth game, yeah, in-season tournament's pretty damn good. So last night... You had the quarterfinals, and the winners of the quarterfinal games go to Vegas for the semifinals, so the final four. And the quarterfinal games last night, you had the Pelicans, they beat the Kings on the road, and you had the Pacers beat the softest tissue paper Celtics at home. That's right, so soft the Celtics. I can't wait for the Heat to play them again in the playoffs like they always do and take that ass again. I don't care about the Celtics' regular season record. Who cares what the Celtics do in the regular season? It's all going to matter. It's all going to amount to the same thing. The Heat are going to face them in the playoffs. The Heat are so much tougher. They got no dogs on that Celtic team. You can't rely on Porzingis. I mean, Jason Tatum is fouled late in the game. It's a tight game. And he's calling for the referees to review for a flagrant foul. You're so fucking soft. The Heat, they're going to beat that ass in the playoffs again. Anyway... So the Pacers last night, they were trailing. The Celtics were up double figures, I think. 
the Pacers were trailing. I only got to see the fourth quarter. And the the Pacers, they come back. Tyrese Halliburton, triple-double. Uh, yeah, and that game was fun. The Pacers, they advance. The Pelicans, they advance. You got the crowd was going crazy there last night in Indiana. Tonight, you got New York at Milwaukee. And you got Phoenix at the Los Angeles Lakers. And th- these are good storylines for both these games. Because with Milwaukee, it's like, all right, Damian Lillard, look. This is the first, like, game that matters, you know, because it's a quarterfinal game. Let's see what you got here. And then Phoenix at the Lakers, you got Durant, which, by the way, for all the Heat fans out there who are mad that the Heat did not trade for Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal still out, no timetable for his return. Tonight, I believe, is game number 20 on the season for the Phoenix Suns. Bradley Beal's played three games. Three games. I think the Heat, like... They made the right choice, not wanting to give up whatever they were going to give up for Bradley Beal. Three games out of 20, and still no return in sight. Phoenix at the Lakers tonight, you know LeBron wants to win. And, I mean, look, if, if you can get New York advancing, you get Los Angeles Lakers advancing, that's on top of Indiana and New Orleans going there. This in-season tournament has been a grand slam. It's It's awesome. I love the atmosphere. I love last night I'm watching Indiana and Boston. And by the way, Tyrese Halliburton, it's kind of like a coming out party for Halliburton last night. If you didn't know about him, last night was a big deal for Tyrese Halliburton. Loved seeing Halliburton's father in the front row. Was so excited. Halliburton being such a good son, playing awesome. The bench players for Indiana were so into it. They're jumping up and down at a timeout late in the game. They ran on the floor. They're all hugging each other. And here, so I'm going to say it again, though. And and, and I'll, I'll circle back to the point that I'm, uh, I was about to make with, with the bench players. But I'm going to say this again. While the in-season tournament has been fantastic, it's also insulting. It is. NFL players, NHL players, they don't have any problem playing hard. They don't need any other incentive to play hard other than they're competitors, and they want to win, and they're being paid to do a job, and they're being professional. The NBA player is not professional. The NBA player has a major problem playing hard. So at, while this tournament is a major success, it's also insulting that the players need extra incentive to try hard. You have to point that out. I love the tournament. It has worked, and it's only going to get better. I'll show sure be... Tweaks here, tweaks there. It's only going to continue to get better. But you got to be fair and point out that while the tournament is great, it's also insulting to fans. The whole, that, that, why are you playing as hard as you were last night just for these games? Why can't you just play hard and why can't you just try all the time? It, It is insulting. But putting that aside, the tournament, major, major success. And here's also something I had a problem with last week, right? Where DeMar DeRozan, after the third or fourth group play game, was mad at whichever team they were playing because they were trying to score late in the game instead of dribble out the clock. You know, the NBA player, they hate playing. They love Two things the NBA player loves more than anything else, complaining and not playing. So now they're being forced to play because you got the in-season tournament, and now they're complaining that they have to play a whole 48 minutes. And DeMar DeRozan, 
bitching and moaning, trying to fight people, trying to yell at people, getting thrown out because they're still trying to score late in the game. Did you... S- That's part of the game. It's part of the rules. Point differential. Playing the whole 48 minutes. Can you imagine not making the quarterfinals last night and tonight because you decided to have respect for your opponent when the, when the real respect for the game is playing by the rules and understanding point differential matters and playing a full 48 minutes. But can you imagine you didn't make the quarterfinals last night because you didn't want to score more points late in the game because you didn't want to make DeMar DeRozan a sad. Did you see those bench players last night for Indiana who... Go, go look at the salaries that a bunch of those guys on the end of the Indiana Pacer bench are making this year. They are so excited about now going to Vegas because the winner gets $500,000. And I guarantee you there are guys on the end of that bench who don't make $500,000 for the entire season. But hey... Let's make sure we don't make DeMar DeRozan sad because we were trying to play by the rules and score points at the end of the tournament games. Those guys at the end of the bench were so excited. $500,000 is such a big deal to some of those guys who are making the league minimum. But DeMar DeRozan is getting sad. He's getting upset at guys trying at the end of the group play games. Get the fuck out of here. You're embarrassing yourself, Damar. You're embarrassing yourself. That that was fun as hell last night, man. In-season tournament's a home run. There's no other way to put it. You know, you know what else there's no other way to put? If you're thinking about getting a new car, why would you go anywhere else other than North Fort Lauderdale Subaru? That's right. At North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you're going to get the car that you've been looking for because the selection of new and used cars at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru... Oh, there's so much to choose from. Plus, you're getting that North Fort Lauderdale Subaru promise. And that's North Fort Lauderdale Subaru providing the customer an exceptional experience. If you want an indoor, a relaxing indoor car shopping experience, or maybe you just want your current vehicle serviced, you're going to be treated like royalty at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. And you know what? They service all makes and models. So it doesn't even have to be a Subaru you bring in. You're still going to get treated like a king. And with an extensive new and pre-owned Subaru inventory, plus used cars, trucks, SUVs of every make and model, you're sure to find your next vehicle at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. And all new Subarus and most pre-owned vehicles, they come with a lifetime warranty, so you know you're covered. And right now at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you can make zero down payment, make zero payments for three months, and zero security deposit. That's what we're talking about right now. Go to nflsubaru.com. That's nflsubaru.com for full details. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, the location you know with an experience you'll love. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. We start out here. How about last night? Monday Night Football. The Manning cast. First guest to a Tonga Vailoa. He broke out that guitar. Um, let's see. Um, I could play maybe uh, Tears in Heaven, Eric Clapton. Let's go. Let's oh. see it. Let's hear it. Wow. Jump offside. The Bengals jumped offside. 
got this. I got this. Please, no. No one wants to hear you sing. <laughs> Keep going, Tua. Keep going. You're perfect. Great job of using the cadence. You need to work on your cadence. Man, I'll tell That Oos is talented. Such a talented Oos. I'm going big deal. I mean, come on, Tua. How, how does anyone not like Tua? And here's a terrible, terrible singing voice by Peyton Manning. That Oos is talented. Breaking out the guitar. A little Eric Clapton. Tears in heaven. And I'll tell you what. Such a good... Now, Tua's married, so it doesn't matter, but... If you don't think that Tua at one point when he was when he was going after his girl, if you didn't think he broke out that guitar early on, man, for girls, it's like the call of the sirens. They can't resist. How do you think I reeled in my wife? That's right. Very early on in our relationship, I broke out the guitar. See, y'all didn't know that. That was a good ex- that was a good reason right there for me to tell everybody. I play a little bit of guitar. That's now look, I, I play it very poorly at this point because I don't play as much as I used to, but that's right. Your boy can play guitar. I broke that baby out very early in my relationship with my wife. Ah, oh, it was over. It was over for her. I broke, I reeled her in real quick. All right, enough about me. Big deal or not a big deal. Last night, before Pacers and Celtics, not only were we talking about the in-season tournament, but Charles Barkley, NBA on TNT, he gave a guarantee. Who chucks that? I'm not. I, I'm still not sold on Timberwolves. That's just my personal okay. opinion. But I will say this. But how sold are you on the Boston Celtics? Celtics going to win a championship. Celtics, Boston Celtics are the best team in the NBA. Is that, is that calling for now, a... The, no, no, that's his thing. Is that calling for a Hold it. Is that calling for a post-it? Yes. All right. Yes. Guarantee it. All right. The Boston Celtics are going to win the championship. Guarantee. There it is. What's the date today? Guarantee today. I'm 12, telling you, uh, what is this, 12-4? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. How did y'all know? Thank you. Thank you. What's the Thank date today? It's the 5th or the 4th. I love it. December I love 4th. It. Celtics it. will win the championship, says the Chuckster. Ernie, I will say one thing that makes me nervous. What? The Porzingis is hurt. Yeah. The left calf. I like... He got to be healthy, but I'm still going with the Celtics. I think the additions of Drew Holiday to go with those two guys and, and Porzingis, if he can stay healthy. And how, and how dominant does Porzingis have to be? He don't have to be, but he's the fourth best player on the team. He does not have to be dominant. He just has to be the best number four in the NBA. I'm going not a big deal. Barkley's guarantees mean nothing. Everybody knows that. Although the Celtic fan probably views it a little bit as the kiss of death, but I'm, I'm going not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? Here's Sacramento Kings head coach Mike Brown. Now, this is before the game yesterday, but here he is pushing for his guard, De'Aaron Fox, to win MVP. You, you guys ask me questions. I'm going to start this thing off asking you guys questions. Okay? You got to raise your hand. Who is the only two-time player of the week in the NBA? Who can answer that? No, nope, don't, don't yell it. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Darren Fox. Darren Fox. Okay. I got a second question. Who is not on anybody's freaking MVP list right now? I, I, I haven't seen one. Okay. But put your list out. Put your list out. Put your, put your list out. Thank you. That's all I had was two questions. All right, I'm going big deal, but... I'm going big deal because this is ridiculous. It's December. It's December. And we have coaches who are 
trying to talk about their players winning MVP? Like, it, it's... It was with, like with Joel Embiid last year. All Joel Embiid cared about was MVP. He did not cared so much more about winning MVP than winning the NBA title. It's enough with this MVP conversation. It's December. What are you doing? Finally, one more. Big deal or not a big deal. So, Josh Giddy, apparently the police are investigating what's going on. There was a claim like a week or two ago by a girl who underage apparently who claimed that she slept with Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy, of course, uh, was over 18 at the time. He's 21 right now. You can't sleep with a minor. That could be a ba- that could be a really bad situation. But then, the girl's family apparently not cooperating with police. So that makes you believe that, hey, you know what? I mean, there could have been a payoff situation there. They're never going to get anywhere. It is what it is. But now we find out that Gloria Allred. A uh, very famous attorney, represent women, women's rights, all that kind of stuff. Gloria Allred is representing the family. She is the family's attorney now. So that's most likely why they were not cooperating with police. Because they were waiting on their attorney, uh, you know, to come on board and take over the situation. And I would say now, now you got a problem if you're Josh Giddy. Now, this is very likely to get a lot bigger and very, very problematic for Josh Giddy If he did, in fact, do something wrong. So I'm going big deal. And that right there is another addition. A big deal, not a big deal. All right. So what do we got going on tonight? Tonight, uh, no Panthers, no Heat. NBA and season tournament. Yeah, that, that's that's what we're watching tonight. Knicks, Bucks, Lakers, Suns. You got two really good games. Okay, that's what we're dialed into tonight. Today's show brought to you in part by Bet Online. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Always appreciate you hanging out with us. And, of course, thanks to everybody behind the scenes who helps put together a great show every day. Can't do it without all your hard work. I mean, you guys are lifesavers. Uh, we'll talk to you on Saslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.